Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included... We take Eddie's body and rush off to the nearest temple. They tell us that they can save her, but they need a very expensive diamond in order to do so. So we rush off to Lord Neverember's son, who we saved and who owes us. And he, in fact, did have such a diamond, which he gave to us. So we rushed back. And then we did the the spell. Well, we didn't do the spell. The spell guys did the spell. <laughs> and then we had a moment to plead with Eddie to come back from the Halfling Feast Garden, the beer garden in which she was residing as a spirit. And she decided to come back. Not included. Okay. Ganesh, you get back to the tavern. It's closed. You notice that everything has been clean. Leaf on his chalkboard writes, What's up? Uh, well, we went down to the dock ward and basically got jumped by Xanathar's, like, little baby minion watcher dudes. And they killed Eddie. And so we had to plead with a nobleman for uh, basically a ransom to some god that I don't worship um, to bring her back. And I guess she's recovering now, which is where the others are. You see, Leaf writes, too bad. I would have liked the company. (laughs) You know, I don't think she was going to stick around, like, incorporeally. I'm pretty certain if she was, like, gonna die, she was gonna move on. It was just, like, the impression I was left with. But, you know, maybe it could happen. The ghost uh, how is the, the quiet one? Tiresome. <laughs> Caused any trouble? None. And our other guest? Even more tiresome. Too true. Well, it seems you have everything in hand. I thank you again for your excellent work. Um, if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. I'm going to stumble off to bed, I think. So you two... Oh, yeah, I definitely grabbed liquor off the right. shelf as I pass. <laughs> the Ten Days Prophets are also sitting next to the chalkboard. I grabbed those two. You actually made a profit over the past ten days. <gasps> nice. A profit of 140 gold pieces. Helps. <sighs> Baby steps. Mm-hmm. And you go off to bed. Several hours pass with the two of you sitting there next to the slab. And finally, Eddie, you wake up. And you see two old elves standing over you. <laughs> and you hear gentle sobbing coming from somewhere to your left below you. 
you notice that you're laying on a stone slab covered in white linen. I'm going to open my eyes, move them from left to right, close them again. <laughs> Think for a second, open them again, <laughs> do the same thing. This happens like three times. Kind of like when you're waking up from, you're just so warm in the bed. And yeah. You're waking mm-hmm. up and you're like, um. Do I want to snooze? Do I want to not? Sure. And then, do I recognize the subs? I've heard Panty cry a lot. <laughs> it does sound familiar. With my eyes kind of squished closed, I'm going to say, Pandy. I bolt upright. And I just, like, rush over and just, like, shoulder check anyone in my way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Penny. Two old elves. Yeah, just whatever old elf is in my way. I'm like, get out of my way, <laughs> grand elf. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Eddie, you're, you're awake. I'm gonna sort of close my eyes again. I'm... So cold. The cloak I have on, I'm just ripping it off and then I'm putting it over her and then I'm literally jumping onto the slab and just covering. Ow, ow, ow. I want to go home. I'm tired. I'm so cold. I can't believe... Granda poisoned me with her tea. I'm freezing. Take me home. Okay, okay, okay. My I, eyes are closed for that whole time. I get <laughs> off of Eddie. <laughs> Brick, what are you doing? I was just standing, kind of sniffling, just listening to her voices, making making me happy. I thank the elven priests who are there. Thank you so much. We're taking our friend home where she can be warm and feel at home. They just kind of nod nonchalantly. Well, thank you for caring so much. You're really gems. Um, <laughs> just, you're going to oh, scoop her up? As you're walking yeah, out, you I'll hear the, the chief cleric say, Mortal life is short. You're short. <laughs> I say, Not as short as me. Get me home. <laughs> Um, and then at, at, at some point, Eddie becomes heavy for your panty. My little tiny arms are around your neck, by the way. I'm like a weird little toddler baby, and I'm just clinging okay, to you. Maybe I'm, my legs are around I'm, you. I'm going to keep it going, but I, I'm not strong. No. So at some point, I might, f- like, even though Eddie is, like, clinged onto me, at some point, I might not be able to. You're going to have to pass off pass the toddler. To, I might, well, I might have to make a check or something in order I'm, to... So I feel your body shaking, and I'm going to whisper in your ear, because my head's right there with my little arms around your neck. <laughs> Share Rum. the load. <laughs> <laughs> Come along, then. And I'm going to, like, my eyes are closed this whole time, and I'm just Because gonna, I assume that... I recognize... Ganesh is, like, looking out for us and being, like... No, Ganesh is at the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. in bed. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. You're, 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 you're. Yeah. So, Snoozer. but I know, like, I 
obviously I've opened my eyes enough to know that I'm being passed brick. Mm -hmm. I knew that you were there. I'm sure you've said some words. <laughs> you slowly make your way uh, through the rest of the city back to the troll skull. Mm -hmm. And finally you get in into the tavern. And it's about 4 a.m. You can see just on the horizon that dawn isn't far off. I'm pounding on Ganesh's door. You hear snoring. I'm walking in. My door is locked. Oh, Ganesh would lock their door. I do. I'm, I'm shouting at Ganesh's door. Does Ganesh hear the shouting? What? Handy. What? Eddie's here. That's really great. I'm sure she needs sleep. Like everyone needs sleep. Okay, just letting you know. Okay. Do I know about any extra blankets? Anywhere in the house. Yeah. Totally. I am going to gather every single blanket in the entire house that's not in use and use it. Okay. I am cold. Uh, Leaf gets a, a fire going in the tap room. Do I feel a little more connected to Leaf now that I've experienced that? <laughs> um... Ooh, can I roll for it. my death connection? <laughs> no, <laughs> but you can talk to Leaf. So there's a fire going. Mm -hmm. There's a chair there. I'm going to take all of my big dragon horde of blankets <laughs> by the fire with my eyes closed, and I'm going to say, Leaf. Okay. Can't talk to you with I your know, eyes. I know. I don't care. My eyes are closed. I'm just talking to Leaf. Leaf, I was dead. I think I was dead. I was totally dead. Holy cannoli. Ooh. Handy and Brick, you see Leaf write something on his chalkboard. While I'm watching that, every time that Eddie says dead, I'm just flinching. Just wincing and flinching. Um, what does he write? Oh. He says, I heard, and I'm disappointed. I'm going to say, disappointed in whom? Everyone. I was hoping I'd finally have company. Wait, leave. Were you hoping we would all die? <laughs> he writes, would that be such a bad thing? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I say, whose side are you? And then I trail off. And I don't say anything else. So I just heard, disappointed in who? Wait, do you want us all to be dead? Right, that's all you've heard. That's all I've heard. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, so I'm sticking my little hand out of the blankets and say, come here, Leaf. Come here. Take my hand. <laughs> and I don't know if I feel his hand or not, but I'm going to grab it as if there's a hand in my hand. Okay. And be like, <laughs> I was dead. God, I'm so tired. <laughs> I can't believe I was dead. Leave. Death is kind of cool. <laughs> and I'm gonna fall asleep in front of the fire with my little hand grabbing nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, I just under the blankets. Thinking about how death is cool. I'm gonna, thinking about how death is cool. I'm gonna look at Brick and say, "That was beyond belief." I'm going to spring up from the chair <laughs> and throw anything near me at Pandy. <laughs> And then go back to sleep. 
Pandy and Brick, do you uh, both go up to your room or do you find a, a way to get comfortable down here in the tap room for some shut-eye? I'm just laying down awkwardly on the floor next to Eddie. Okay. I'd probably try and get Eddie, like, swaddled with as many blankets as possible. Oh, my God. I'm... Amy's getting tired. Yeah. It sounds so nice. Um, <laughs> it, it, are you going to stay down there? No, I think okay. I'm just going to... Just do Swaddle. the tuck-in. Just do the tuck-in, and I'm then... Just, yeah, I'm just gonna, like, lie there on the floor. As you tuck-in, I'm saying, thanks, Leaf. <laughs> and then I'm just, like, just kind of shrug. And <laughs> all you hear is, thanks, leave. <laughs> <laughs> Only a couple hours later, Jenny arrives to begin firing up the kitchens for the morning. Y'all are groggy. You've not had a lot of sleep. It's been a no. very long day. <laughs> Longest for Eddie. <laughs> Longest for Eddie. Short. Yeah. Short. Um, <laughs> okay. So everybody uh, but Ganesh gets a short rest. And Jenny kind of walks in and sees everyone kind of here in the tap room and says, Oh! Oh, good morning! How is everyone today? I think it's going to be a beautiful day outside, speaking real loudly, kind of humming, you know. I reach my hand out of the blankets again, and it's sort of motion for her to come over, grabbing my hand. Okay. Jenny. She comes over. Oh, Eddie, it's good to see you. Why did you sleep down here? Um, is she, like, grabbable? Yeah. I'm going to grab her. Uh Something I can grab. Her shirt, her arm, anything. And my eyes are closed this Mm -hmm. whole time. I was dead. I died. I was dead. I was dead. She's not lying. I, I saw it. Jenny goes, Oh, well, you know, life's filled with all kinds of adventures. I suppose that means we should put on double portions for breakfast. Yes, that's exactly what that means. God, Jenny, you are so good. You're a good person. You're a great person. I'm so happy I know you. And I'm going to let her go. She makes her way back to the kitchen. While while Eddie's eyes are still closed and Jenny's making her way back to the kitchen, I'm going to, like, slink off into, like, the upstairs. Back to my Can I hear her? Yeah. Pandy, where are you going? Well, I'm not really here. What? I'm not actually here. I'm just a figment. You died? No, you died. Yeah, I died. Okay, what? I was dead um, on the ground. Yeah, I, no, I got Yeah, I remember that part. What is it? Just checking in. Just, oh, oh, that's it. Just checking in. Yeah, really just came back to life and you're just checking in. That's that's just, what you do. Anyways. Um, I'm... Mm. It is cold. Yeah, really awkward too right now when I'm talking to you. Uh, not really sure how to do it. Ganesh, you making your way downstairs? <laughs> yeah, and I'm dressed in my everyday no armor clothes. Civilian clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, my civilian yeah. clothing. I your squishy wearing, clothing. Like a, like a deep purple shirt. Oh. The kind with like the V-cut and the ties. Really? Ooh, uh, yeah. And maybe see. like some dark green, like cloth trousers. Okay. And oh, dig it. I imagine oh. have, like leather boots of some kind, like that's like normal. Okay. Like soft leather? Yeah, like shoe leather boots. It mm-hmm. sounds like Ganesh is coming down kind of sexy. 
Looks rusted. Yeah. <laughs> Put together. I mean, if I don't have a plate, this is what I wear. You see, uh, Jenny is setting the table. Excellent. Thank you, Jenny. You are a wonder and a dream. That's what I said. Taking the, uh, taking this opportunity to scurry off. Okay. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcast, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. From How are Eddie. you feeling, Eddie? Oh, well, I'm alive, so I'm as... I'm alive. I'm tired. I imagine you would be tired. I imagine it's going to take you, well, probably better part of a week to feel more like yourself. So I'm just going to sit in this chair. Just take it easy and, you know, whatever you need, you know, somebody will be around, so just ask. Ganesh? Mm-hmm. Where's my loot? Uh, I think it's probably in your room. I don't remember you carrying it out yesterday, so let me go grab it for you. Oh, thanks, Ganesh. I go and grab it from my room. Okay. And bring it back. And kind of, like, push it into where I think the hands are in the giant... It just disappears it's... into the tumble of blankets, like... Yeah. yeah, and you—it sounds almost like there's a cave in the blankets, like I've like almost like a hamster. I've created this like blanket cave and this giant armchair, and there's this weird sort of muffled, echoey, black, 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 sort of like weird, dark, wailing death music. Yeah, dark jams. Sure. Yeah. Eddie's gonna write a dirge. Yeah. For her funeral. Eddie just created a genre. Jailtown Blues to funeral dirges. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of. It's a real, real blue purple period. Oof. Breakfast is placed on the table. Gunesh, Jenny did double portions for me. Could you bring me my brekkie? I do, in fact. Brick and Gunesh, you sit down and begin eating your food. A lot happened yesterday. And you feel like this is the first chance you have to compare notes. Okay, so we know that this Stone of Golar that everybody is squabbling over was in the possession of Glenda Garloth under the guidance of Xanathar. She told us that her rat took it to her family mausoleum, but we don't know if that is trustworthy information or not. We do know that she is being watched, and so that they have the same information that we have, Xanathar's Guild. I don't know how much this entire know at this point. I thought they had, I thought they were part of this chain too, but I feel like I'm just getting all confused. Hmm. Anything I'm missing there, Brick? Or are we on about the same confused page? The same. I removed the keys from my belt that were given to me and I throw them out of the cave <laughs> onto the ground. You hear this loud clanking sound as all these keys kind of scatter across the floor. I start kind of inspecting the keys because I didn't get a good look at them. 
and everything. See if there's any ones that catch my eye. Yeah, there's a few. I mean, it is a it is an odd collection of keys, as though someone emptied out the catch-all drawer. So yeah, there's a lot of randomness to the keys, uh, but you do see a couple that you know kind of look old and weathered that might fit a lock on a mausoleum. What do you think's our next course of action? I am not entirely sure. I mean, I suppose we have to check out this mausoleum just to make sure that we can rule it out. If Xanathar is guarding it, then there's a good chance she actually did tell us the truth. We should probably uh, do that rather quickly, because if they think that we know, they might move it. So I guess we should probably get on that, but I need armor. So I think my first course of action is trying to find something, even something cheap, and, you know, you know, normally not my taste, just in order to make sure that if we get in another scrap, this doesn't happen again. Yeah. So I think I'm going to probably finish up this breakfast and head out there. Well, Ganesh, you have a couple options. You can go check in at the uh, precinct office, see if they have something that they are willing to loan you or that you can lease or squad equipment, or you can just try and go buy something outright. Yeah, I just want to go buy something outright so I don't have to deal with the bureaucracy of, like, borrowing from the precinct. I feel like there might not be an actual quantification of how bothersome a person has been to the watch as an officer, but I feel like I've been... Kind of pushing... Pushing some boundaries, pushing some envelopes. I don't want to cause much more trouble or be in, be in too deep with... You want to get written up. Yeah. So, you head over then to Steam and Steel. Mm-hmm. Neighbors. Because you know that uh, the water genesee named Avi is an expert armorsmith. Okay. How much do you have to spend? I mean, I'm looking to spend as little as possible today because all of this money is technically from, like, the tavern and not just explicitly my money. Under 100 gold pieces, you can get leather armor, padded armor, studded leather armor, chain shirt, hide armor, scale mail, spiked armor, chain mail, uh, ring mail. That's all under 100, and a shield. How much is a shield? Shield is 10 gold pieces. Okay, so I definitely need that. Uh, I feel like chain would probably be my jam. Okay. That's 75 gold pieces. So with a shield and chain mail, that would run you 85 gold pieces. Okay. Heavy armor gives you an armor class of 16, and you have disadvantage on stealth. Chain. I also need to look at weapons. Weapons? Okay. Okay, how much is another battle axe? 10 gold pieces. Okay, sold. Done. So Ganesh has a day out shopping, trying stuff on, mm-hmm. check, getting fitted for some checking themselves out in the mirror in the, in the mm. dressing room. <laughs> Where is the nearest like clothing shop? Yeah, you can find a clothing store nearby. I am going to, with the blankets on in the cave, crawl out to the clothing shop. I'm also getting a little stir crazy. I gotta do something. You're going to pick out a new outfit? I want fur. Oh, okay. 
I want. Something to keep you warm? Yes. Fine fur clothes will run you 15 gold pieces. Can I get crap for 20 silver? No. Can I get wool for 20 silver? No. Can I get like 14 cotton shirts for 20 silver? You can get common clothes, which are five silver pieces. Nothing extraordinary. I'm gonna buy four sets of wool commoner clothes mm -hmm. and wear them at once. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna go back with my blankies and sit down in the chair with my clothes. Okay. And wail a little bit. And wail, all right. Pandy, break, do you spend this day doing anything in particular? Yep, I'm um, sitting in my room and sulking. Okay. Ooh, cool. I'm just drinking yeah. at this point. It's been a rough, been a rough, rough time. Rough. I'm doing my best to avoid Eddie. Brick. Yes. Do you want to drink over here? Yeah. What kind of drink do you want? Whatever you're having. Do you have some cards? I got some cards. So I'm gonna like, like how children. I'm gonna make a little like, a little eye hole. Eye hole. And my mm -hmm. little arm is going to come out and we'll This little card just shoots out. Yeah, we're going to play some cards while I'm in my oh, cave. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you do, in fact, spend the day shopping, recovering, sulking, drinking, what have you. The next day, Jenny comes in, wakes everybody, you know, wakes up the tavern, puts everything together, gets breakfast going. Everyone feels much more rested. Ganesh, you are painfully aware of the fact that every hour that you all take to rest is another hour that the stone could be getting further and further away. And so at breakfast I say, okay, everybody, today's the day. We gotta go check out that mausoleum, see if what that lady said was true, and if not, pray to whoever you worship that we get another lead on this. Yeah, okay, it's fine. Let's go. Let's go. A mausoleum. Yeah, it's gonna be real cool. You're gonna have a great time. Let's go. I bring a blanket. I have every article of clothing on that I possibly own. Okay. And like a scarf wrapped around with my big hat over and my blanket and we go. Alright. Uh, you make your way through the city streets to the City of the Dead and you begin looking, walking down rows of mausoleums looking for one that has a big ginormous gargoyle on Until finally you do happen to see a mausoleum with a really large gargoyle atop of it. It looks weathered. The gargoyle looks as though it was cast centuries ago. Most of the features have weathered away, giving it kind of a melted look. But right there in tarnished gold lettering embossed in the stone is the name Garloth and you find that the doors are open. Oh, good. Walk in. Okay. I try to stay in front of everyone else. I try to just, like, go in. Okay. Kind of hastily. As you make your uh, way in, it's a series, it's a steps that lead down one flight. You all walk down, and it opens up in this crypt. And in the middle of the crypt, you can see some sort of crest or insignia engraved in the middle. Mm. It looks to contain an octopus. Pretty well worn, so you're not sure. But um, Is it something that's recognizable? Is it any kind of crest that I might have seen in my lessons? No. No? No. Okay. 
Uh, and it looks as though it had been carved a long time ago. Quite a bit of dust down here and debris. There are empty sconces on the wall, cobwebs in the corners. It looks, though, like the dust has recently been disturbed. Mm -hmm. mm. How so, and where? If everyone would like to give me uh, perception or investigation checks. 13 for me. 12 perception. 16 perception. Um, perception is 16. Okay. After looking around, in and around behind tombs and coffins and searching through the dust, you find a shiny steel key. It looks as though it had been dropped. It doesn't look as though it was. Uh, there was an attempt to hide it, but it also isn't sitting out as though it had been placed purposefully. I pick it up. Okay. This is evidence. <laughs> but I don't know what it means. Can I like do some sort of brain blast to try and? Yeah, probably history. I kind of look around at my compatriots, and I say, I don't think this was left here intentionally, but I don't know what it might be, or what it might mean. Let's have a look. Do I recognize the make of the key? Do I recognize anything about where it might have come from, or who it might have been? Uh, you you too can give me a history check if you want. Okay. I feel very connected and in my element because I'm surrounded by death, which I'm very familiar with. Twelve. The only thing you can tell, Pandy, is that it is of dwarven make. Looks dwarven to me. I got a ten. Clearly dwarven, but I don't know much about dwarves, so... I don't think Brick would know anything, so I'm not going to roll. Okay. I don't know. Brick's probably picked a few locks in his day. All right. I will fair, allow, that's a fair point. I will allow you a sleight of hand check. Oh, five. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, one key is the same as another. Mm-hmm. Can I try and, like, investigate, judging by where the dust has been disturbed, what happened here? Like, what kind of person was in here? Where they went in the room? I imagine there are, like, maybe potentially footprints or something. There's a variety of footprints, but the footprints overlap. It's hard to tell what's Yeah, going it's on. very difficult to tell exactly what has gone on here. I'm, but you can tell that the doors were forced open. The doors? To the uh, mausoleum. Oh, so the mausoleum were forced open. Mm-hmm. And can I tell... Does it look like the footprints are heading anywhere? Like weird secret doors? Like into a wall or anything? Nope. Do no. they look like they're leading anywhere obvious? Nope. It looks as though they came in and they left. And there's no exits? Nope, the only exit is the one you came through. Search the walls. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Can I also look specifically for rat footprints? Uh, you do see some rat footprints. Can I see? But they look disturbed, as though the bigger humanoid footprints came later. Hmm. Pandy? 23. Investigation. You are definitely sure that there are no secret doors or other entrances and exits located in the mausoleum. Okay. Do any of the coffins look special? No. The only clue you you have been able to find is the key. Did you say out loud it looks like it's of dwarven make? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say, Ganesh, close your ears. Brick, your friend at the tavern is a dwarf, right? Yeah. Maybe you could get some information out of her about this key. 
I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Well, chop chop. All right, so y'all are gonna uh, leave the mausoleum and head back to the tavern. Well, I don't think there's anything else to glean. Or here. kind of at a dead end. Mm-hmm. I am going to crack open one of the caskets and take one of their toes. What? Wow, okay. I have walked out of the mausoleum before she does that. Yeah. All right, as you are walking up the steps, that happens. Uh, You fall in line up the steps. Everyone's heading their way out of the mausoleum. And as you come out of the mausoleum, you see four gray-skinned dwarves appear out of nowhere. And one of them points at you and says, Give us the stone of Golar! Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.